0: listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny
1: Sullivan and John Wong.
2: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. You have reached the bad boys of Southern Evangelical, it's not radio, (laughs) podcast Humor. You have reached the Southern Evangelical, the bad boys... Let me start over. <laughs> you have reached the you have reached the bad boys of Southern evangelical humor. Don't cut any of that out. <laughs> Leave it just like that.
3: And we're Baptist.
2: <laughs> the unofficial, the unauthorized, and the unappreciated voices of Southern Baptists across the nation. Yes, uh, I am Tiny, and sitting here with my co-host John Long. Uh, hello, everybody, and his middle son Hudson
0: Long.
3: The
0: co co host, <laughs> the
3: co co host.
2: Uh-huh. I say special guest.
0: Yeah, special guest. <laughs>
3: yeah, I guess I don't
0: I'll... want you thinking this is a regular thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to pay your dues. That's right. You had sat in a closet long enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you have a good week? I What's did. Your week like I had a real good week. <clears throat> I uh, kind of got a promotion at work. All right. So that's been huge news. And getting used to that, um, but it's been a really good week, hadn't had anything too bad go on. What, how was your week, Hudson?
3: You know, it was good, you know, school stuff.
0: Yeah, Hudson, they had, uh, what, Red Ribbon oh, Week right. at school?
3: Yeah, I was in the uh, these games. I was doing the thing that the Oklahoma Sooners do whenever they beat Texas, the horn stamp mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I did that to the 8th grade. They nearly beat me up.
2: Okay. Why Why was that controversial to the eighth graders? I
3: don't know. They didn't know what it was because they don't watch football and they're nerds.
0: Okay. <laughs> My favorite part of all of it was each week the school or each day the school would have like a theme. Yes. And they would post pictures of the kids dresses. as a thing like one day's neon day. So some more like a neon shirt. Well, then they had... Dresses your favorite movie or TV character or book character. Mm-hmm. And I was looking through the pictures on the school Facebook page, and there was a group of kids. They all had on, like, Harry Potter stuff right? Or superhero stuff. And right in the front, Hudson knelt down with just his straight hoodie and blue jeans on. And so I asked him what character he was, and he said he was Adam Sandler.
3: <laughs> I do believe okay. Adam Sandler pleasant Impression.
2: Uh, please, Billy. Please, no gibberish tonight. Please, I beg you.
3: Doobie doobie doo.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Nice. So, yeah. Anyways, what'd you say?
3: Cut that
0: out. No, we're leaving that <laughs> in. 100% doobie doobie doo. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Shut up!
0: So, how was your week, Tiny?
2: It was very busy. I worked. Three 12-hour shifts, oh. and you know, my family was in Orange Beach. And yeah, I right. was left
0: to... Fend for yourself? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I ate pizza every day. Awesome. Nice. Uh,
2: like I went a lot to... of video games? No, because well, I was working, so okay. I, I didn't get... Although Friday, I did take Friday off. I went to the UA podcast meetup. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Got to hang out with Kevin and uh, Liz yeah. at that. I'm sure There that wasn't that was a lot fun. of people there, but it was a lot of fun. Okay. Then we went and hung out after that. So we went to a place called the Alcove. Oh, yeah, I know where the alcove and is. I was, whoa, Baptist guy on. going to a
0: bar here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> I want to assure all of my Baptist friends that I was every bit as lame as we Southern Baptists have vowed to be. <laughs> I just sat at the table and hung out, didn't right. even drink a soda pop. Okay, so. yes. I've been to the alcove
0: before myself. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice little place. So anyways, let's get it kicked off here. Let's do it. Um. Why don't we just, Hudson, why don't you go ahead and go? That way you can go do fun stuff instead of sitting in here with for us the rest of the day. Oh, technical difficulties.
3: Oh, all right, I remember most of them. No, no, let's... Come
0: <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, man. Uh, we don't okay. do fake news here.
3: <laughs> okay, so creationist Ken Ham wants you to threaten kids with eternal hell on Halloween.
2: Okay.
0: Okay.
3: And for reference, this is a guy that made a Noah's, uh, Noah's Ark Yes, me. that's yes. right.
0: He's uh, head of the Noah's Ark museum. Mhm.
3: So along with checking Halloween candy for, you know, weed and stuff, can I say that?
2: Yes, you can say yeah, weed. You can okay. see I mean I would like to can- there's a good chance there's not any weed in your no. kid's candy, because no. I promise you who's ever putting it in the candy is going to be eating it themselves.
0: Right. Well, yeah, people just don't give away drugs. Right. And, and from what I know. Razor right. blades. All right, just yeah. it in here. Okay, weed and razor blades. <laughs> All right.
3: So Ken Ham, who runs a Noah's Ark-themed attraction in Kentucky, oh. is encouraging Halloween followers to hand out gifts that are more than candy and trick-or-treating uh one way you can do this uh once a year opportunity is by giving gospel tracts to children and or parents along with their candy and treats okay
0: hang on how would you feel about getting a gospel track on halloween mm-hmm.
3: I would be like, man, I already go to church. What do, I, what do I need with this? Now, we know
0: Granny gives out tracks, right? She yeah. gives out little bags with treats, and it has a little track in it. But
2: they're still candy, though, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah there's yeah.
0: definitely candy. Usually, like, a spider ring will be in there, too. Cool. She, she hooks them up.
3: Yeah. Okay. But he, I think he also hands uh, million fake million-dollar bills with T-Rexes, dinosaurs, and all that stuff in the Halloween bags. Okay. okay. So uh, this funny money is worth... Far more than a million dollars, says Ham, which could make the retail price of eight ninety nine for two hundred of them an absolute steal.
2: Okay, gotcha.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and on the back it says, "Have you ever lied, stolen, or used God's name in vain?" Uh, I, I've
2: lied and stolen. Okay. I think I am clear for the most part on the God's name in vain <laughs> thing. All right.
3: Uh, it also says, "If so, you've broken God's law. The yes. penalty for your crimes is against God is death and eternal hell."
2: That's true. Okay. Yeah.
3: Because God is holy and just.
0: Right. True.
3: And then he has another bill uh, in it, which uh, he wants to give out to little kids, which warrants against lust, which he says is also the same as committing adultery.
0: Okay. <laughs> Jesus kind of said that too.
3: And on the back and on the back of that bill, it says, "God sees you as guilty of sin. The penalty of sin is death and eternal life. Now he says that a lot, yeah, yeah, but that's only
2: half the story, right? right? The other half the is other. that Jesus died for
0: you, so you don't have to do that. that's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you believe in dinosaurs. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he does. Cause he put he's putting on them on a million dollar bill. He says that kids love these. What if I got one and it's a fake million dollar bill with dinosaurs on? That's going straight in the trash.
2: Okay. You're not going to use it to try to punk some of your no. friends? <laughs> <laughs> and
3: also on the back, it's, it says, if you use God's name in vain, you go to eternal hell. I'm not going to show that to my friends. Okay. <laughs> I just seem weird.
2: I would probably try to buy something and drive through with it. <laughs> Leave it as
0: a tip. Can you break yeah. a million
2: dollar bill? It's worth
0: way more than a million dollars. That's right. <laughs> so, anything else in the story, big guy?
3: He urges people to hand out booklets of the evil modern day Halloweens, and He does re- reverse trick or li- trick or treating, mm-hmm. and uh, he hands out goodies, mm-hmm. which of course include his gospel gospel booklets. Okay, trick or so, treat,
0: Ken Ham here is wanting us to pass out Bible tracks,
3: Bible tracks
0: for Halloween instead of candy.
2: Well, or I'm. Not, I was about say, I'm candy. cool with that, so long as the candy comes along
0: with it. Yeah, you want to get yeah. some candy. I'm, That's like the people who leave the track with their tip money, but <laughs> right. they don't leave any tip money in it at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hudson, tell us about you and dinosaurs. Do you believe in dinosaurs?
3: Well, um, personally, yes. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah,
2: they were put there by Satan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this
2: question was
3: huh? the second reincarnation of the snake that gave out <laughs> of yeah. me
1: yeah
0: let's uh let's ask you this question what? um how old do you think the earth is? Let's get controversial.
1: <laughs> Just kick it
3: off. <laughs> all right, look. So personally, this may not this may not be the same way with you. I think it's like around like a million or so years old. However, however, heretic. Yeah, but look, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. But I also think God was controlling all of this during it because one day in heaven is like a million years right. down on Earth. Okay. So if God create created everything in six days, that's at least six million years.
0: Okay. All right. So. All right. Well, don't tell anybody at church that. They won't like it.
2: (laughs) I would like to say that we know scientifically that time time is is relative, relative, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So,
2: seeing as that we don't perceive time the same place here on Earth as other places in the universe, it
0: may be that we don't perceive time the same way as the guy who created time. That's true. You know? I, I would
2: think that the Earth is somewhere between 6,000 and 5 billion years yeah, old. Right. Somewhere Dep- between there. Depending
0: on the testable as evidence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but maybe in some parts of the universe it's older than that. Maybe
1: so. So, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Hudson, now that we got you live on the show, uh-huh. let's hear, I told everybody last week that you get a make-a-wish. You're uh-huh. not dying.
3: I'm not dying, no.
0: No, let's hear. What do you want? Is is this your make a wish
3: for dinosaurs to come back to life? <laughs> but no, no.
2: You're gonna have to get in touch with uh, Dr. Hammond.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go over to him
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, do you you want to announce anything here? Uh. Not to put any pressure on you.
3: Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about going to Hawaii and seeing all the dead dinosaurs and bringing okay. them back to life.
0: Okay. I didn't know
2: there was dinosaurs in Hawaii. I don't think either. there is. Okay. I'm not
3: sure. I mean there's volcanoes, so it has to be somewhere.
2: Maybe your wish should be for Mr. Tiny to go catch Orang Pendek <laughs> over in the Philippines <laughs> and bring him back for science.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can go catch, we can go catch the Tasmanian devil.
2: Yeah. Uh, maybe. He's like Bigfoot, but he's like a dwarf Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah. I, I don't I'm I'm not up on Filipina, Filipino <laughs> uh uh, Bigfoot. I like Filipinos Bigfeets. on my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and nachos and Filipinos.
3: <laughs> what was the name of it? What was the name of
0: Orang it? Orang pendek. All
3: right. I'll search that
0: up.
2: Well.
3: This is, this is for, it's for a for
0: Science. <laughs> yeah, so if you wanted to go to Hawaii, that would be cool. I don't really care what we do. We might could All mix right. it into some sort of Alabama report football recruiting trip since two <laughs> his brother there <laughs> yeah. might be other islanders who want to come play football for us there so. might be three at tagavailoa <laughs> that's right
3: <laughs> yeah in a couple of years we'll have Tia Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: yeah well hudson you got anything else you want to say to america
3: america i thought those were just Alabama. well this is actually goes that's worldwide. True. This is
2: for the world yeah. yeah we have
0: listeners in the country of auckland and uh
3: <laughs> and all over.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, we have we have listeners all over. Do you have anything to say?
3: No. Are they like mm-hmm. Russian spies or?
0: There could be some. There Russian could spies. be Russian spies. Yeah. We could be Russian spies. The goose flies at midnight, by <laughs> the way. What if you find out one day that I'm a spy?
3: That depends for which country.
0: Oh, yeah. Um the what country if, of Auckland? <laughs> yeah, for the country of Auckland.
3: Yeah. Auckland's doing some research for World War 3. <laughs>
0: Aucklandians unite. Yeah, yeah. So nothing else you want to say? You want to get up, fire off? You of know, your fat or your going bald jokes for the world to hear about me? <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> so we we had a we had a couple like a month back. We had some lice in Libby's hair, and I said to it's
0: true. him, "We and did. I, a little, <laughs> a s- skin may have brought some into here."
3: <laughs> and I said to him, "You don't even need to get checked for lice because you're so bald." No, uh, yeah there we go
0: yeah most people's kids are like i love my dad and yeah. stuff my kids are like oh you're just fat yeah. i would like to say and that's
2: you're... a that's a smooth move to blame the lights on the foster no, kid no, <laughs> no,
0: it couldn't have been any of my kids well all i'm saying is we never had him any, we get we get him coming in here and now he did so. something's
2: different yeah something's Something changed, changed in the
0: mix so thanks for telling the world that we, have, we had a headlice scare. I <laughs> so appreciate that.
3: That was our Halloween episode in the house.
0: True, yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, Hudson, thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. I love you. He looks confused. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, love you too. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: Oh, does that embarrass you for me to say I love you on the podcast?
3: No, nah, I just don't want the Auckland spies to hear me. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, I got you. You're safe
3: probably need to You're in that the circle That's of protection. It's a bit controversial. Mm-hmm. A, converse-
0: con- a bit what?
3: Con? How do you say Controver- oh, controversial? Controversial. It's a bit controversial.
0: Well, yeah. We've talked about how smart you are. You don't know controversial.
3: I can't. Well, just because <laughs> I can't say it. a wild word it. to not know. <laughs> I, will, I was asking how to say it, and then I said it right. So.
0: Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, son. We got you fixed up for yeah. another year. Then we'll let you come back on. Got it. All right. Okay. Hey, whatever happened to your podcast? Oh yeah, you were doing a the podcast. people's voice with Hudson Long. Uh, well,
3: you see, the people got quiet. <laughs> yeah, the people shut
0: up. Yeah. Maybe I—I I mean, there's probably still some people who subscribe to it, and forgot about it, and I'll just start recording stuff on there.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: <laughs> you should do that. I just <laughs> record stories yeah. about Hudson. Yeah. Hudson also did not enjoy the preacher today.
1: Uh-uh. No.
0: It took
2: too long. Really? <laughs> it took, oh, man. It took too I thought. Long.
0: And it wasn't, it, we had a, like a guest preacher.
2: It was a missionary from Mexico. They sang, you know, that song in Spanish. And yeah. Hudson
0: was like, <laughs>
3: on the uh, way home, on the way home, I said, man, when they sang that song that went Jesus, something, something, Despacito, that was, that was a good song.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah. I bumped the table. Okay. Mm. See you, bud. I've been That's on right this man. show twice and I haven't even
3: bumped the table. You've
0: been on this show twice. Both times have been lackluster. <laughs> I gotta say.
3: <laughs>
1: Suspecting
0: more out of you both times.
1: <laughs>
3: well, well, you've got lackluster hair, so.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, tell me something I don't know. I own a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Well, you
3: see a different image than we see. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's
0: true. You know. Your mirror image isn't exactly what you look like to other people. It's wild to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's
2: like your voice sounds different to other people than you hear yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You're just ugly.
0: Yeah, I am. Okay, bye. (laughs) Too bad you look like me. (laughs)
3: Okay,
0: bye. Fist bump. Hey, stay strong. Come what may. Don't go fight with Logan. We don't need all that. (laughs) Let's hear it for Hudson Long, everybody. Yeah. Hear for Hudson. He always has a lot of material until he actually gets goes live.
2: Hey, that when we first started this, that was absolutely the case with yeah. me, too. It's like uh-huh. I'd sit down in front of the mic, and my mind would just go blank.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it takes anyways, a while. I wish he would start his little podcast back he up. He should. There. Yeah. He just
2: looked great on a college resume.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs>
2: Well, how about this for our next story? As I'm sure you're familiar with Tom DeLong. Yeah. Front man of Blink-182.
1: All the small things. True care. Truth
0: Is he the front man or the drummer?
2: No, he was a guitarist, but was he was he also a lead singer, I okay. believe. Yeah. I mean,
0: you could be right. Oh, yeah, because their drummer was like Tom mm-hmm. Travis Barker or something. right? Yeah, who yeah, was a really good drummer.
2: Also avid ufologist.
0: Yes. Yes, he is.
2: He has his Academy uh, to the Stars Academy yeah. of Arts and Sciences. Right. And now this is being uh, published on futurism.com. He has uh, supposedly some metallic samples from some supposed UFO craft.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> get a load of So this. how did he get a hold of it? Does it tell us? Uh, the
2: headline here is Tom DeLonge's UFO research group partners with the U.S. Army. Okay. In late September, Alien and UFO Research Group to the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences, or TTSA from now on, confirmed in a New York Times question and answer that it had obtained, quote, exotic material samples from UFOs. Okay. End quote. At the time, a member of the Tom DeLonge-founded organization told the New York Times that it was looking for partners to help it thoroughly analyze the samples, and now the UFO Research Group claims that it's partnered with the U.S. Army. On Thursday, TTSA announced that it had signed a Cooperative Research and Development Agreement with the U.S. Army's Combat Capabilities Development Command. That means that the Army will provide the TTSA with laboratories, expertise, support, and resources that it needs to further its research into these samples. Okay. As for how the army could benefit from the partnership, according to the announcement, the TTSA will provide technology solutions related to space time metric engineering, quantum physics, beamed energy propulsion, and active camouflage. Man, the goal is to enhance survivability and effectiveness of multiple army systems. Wow. So we're going to take this, this alien technology or supposedly alien right. technology and make you know terminators
0: right. for well, the army just figure out how to beat them <laughs> right. you know yes yeah beat them at their own game
2: it says here whether the partnership pans out or not the existence does raise questions about whether the TTSA might actually have some alien tech and whether the US military wants to get its hands on it quote our partnership with TTSA serves as an exciting non-traditional source for novel materials and transformational technologies to enhance our military ground system capabilities Joseph Cannon of US Army Futures Command said in the announcement at the Army's Ground Vehicle Systems Center we look forward to this partnership and the potential technological innovations forthcoming wow so there you go well that's pretty awesome i know what do you have to say if about true, that if yeah. true again this is well i mean this that was a statement from the supposed army right. you know command center this hand this yeah. it was a it was a statement from them and a statement from you know TTSA right. saying that we're going to do this so well,
0: i just i'm just saying the skeptic in me saying <laughs> right. is this is just tom DeLonge <laughs> has figured out a way to get like some government contracts to keep some money rolling in cuz blink-182 isn't really making a lot of hit records anymore well i
2: mean i believe that blink-182 i mean I would assume if they wanted some more money, all they got to do is go on tour again, right? Because people still love that band.
0: I mean, I guess. I was never a Blink-182 eighty two.
2: I wasn't either. But see, I'm not huge into punk music, so. Yeah.
0: Is that really punk, though? It's derivative. (laughs) Yeah, I get Like commercial pop pop (laughs) punk? Yes. Yeah. 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 So Kind of like Green Day was punk, and then they went mainstream or whatever. Yeah. Precisely. but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't have anything against her music. I'm just saying.
2: Well, I'm the same as you. I mean, again, is it me this to is... Go, the- like, like, what if
0: I showed up one day and was like, hey, government, I got a bunch of alien technology over here. Give me a contract. I'll let you know <laughs> all really about it. And really, it's
2: just a bunch of paper clips.
0: Right, yeah. Or like some Lego stuff my kids built. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't know.
2: That absolutely could be the case here. Yeah. Although, it is interesting when you just think that they were the ones who released the UFO footage. True. Of uh, it was the gimbal video and right. the Tic Tac, the Nimitz incident, and yes. then one other one. Right. And uh and then the army the well the, the Navy was they like, came yeah, out and were like, true. no, this is legit. Yeah. This is true. So right.
0: I mean uh, and I don't necessarily not believe in aliens or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in them as much as I believe in Bigfoot, but <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well, I've stated my position before. I mean, UFOs. I think there's too much evidence. There's definitely something right. out there flying around. Right now, whether or not they're aliens or just super technologically advanced uh, terrestrial craft, right or time warriors, I don't know. <laughs> dimensional travelers,
0: nephilim, sliders, yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Could be any of that stuff. It could be
2: anything. Right. But there is. It's not enough to just poke fun at the right. UFO conundrum or anymore. you can't just make fun of it because we do have them on video
0: well we know what the golden eagle of the apocalypse says and that is that (laughs) it's a great deception is that is that aliens will be how they join the world how the world bands together to combat aliens which will bring in the one world government and then (laughs) you know the downfall and then armageddon comes right but you know whatever he's a pre-millennial millennialist or whatever so (laughs) yeah Whatever. That's just what our friend, the Golden Eagle, says.
2: Well, you know, the the Tic Tac incident, I look forward to minty fresh breath for all humanity, if this turns out to
1: be true. (laughs) That got on me.
0: Yeah, that got on me. But it's pretty fascinating that we've kind of taken some light years... Steps, you know, mm-hmm. in at least acknowledging that there's something going on, you know, because oh, yeah. I mean, for forever the government's like, no, nah, you guys are crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and people. And anytime
2: who, the news talked about it, it was immediately followed by the X Files theme music. Yeah, right. You yes. Know? and like anytime
0: anybody <laughs> came out, I was like, "Hey, I saw a weird, you know, light going around, and it was not flying like a traditional plane would." People would be like, well, "That dude's well, insane." You're crazy. Yeah, and then right. that
2: guy's like, "Uh, you know, actually, I, I teach yeah, science right, at a
0: yeah. university around and here. You know, hey, I mean, I saw it with my own two eyes." <laughs> and people are
2: still like, "No, you're
0: crazy." Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of I'm kind of glad in yeah. that. You know, hope it filters down to the to us Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. World people, you know, <laughs>
2: yeah, so I would really like to believe it's our tech. I hope it's our tech. I
0: hope so, too. Yeah, I don't want to be attacked by aliens. Well, I mean, if
2: I mean, that the Nimitz incident was what back in 2004, yeah, so they haven't attacked yet.
0: No, now but maybe they could. They, just, they could be, they could at any know? time. I don't know, <laughs> but whatever. If that happens, it happens. I'm yeah. not afraid to die, whether it's
2: you know, aliens from Zeta Reticuli or. The Russians.
0: Yeah.
2: Or the Chinese. True. Yeah, there for a while, I thought they were all uh, Japanese people because they're super highly advanced and they're like short gray people. I was like, they're Japanese.
0: That's, that's slightly racist, Tony. <laughs> slightly. just a little problematic for a guy from Alabama to say that stuff. Okay? Just to let you know. All right? Well, let's move on before we get into a deeper hole here. <laughs> um, It's hunting season, right? Uh, yeah, Everybody loves hunting season. Very popular time. <laughs> Men around the country, especially the South, especially in the Southeast, head out hunting. Their wives cheat on them and, <laughs> uh, and they feel better about themselves because they kill an animal, you know? <laughs> right. Well,
2: they an eat said animal.
0: That's right. Yeah. Eat the animal. Uh, that's pretty common. Uh, so this comes to us out of Yaleville, Arkansas. Go hogs, by the way just game, not last weekend game didn't turn out like i got. thought it'd be a little closer than it was but uh but you know i mean that's what happens or i, I hate it for arkansas man i really feel bad for him but uh the headline reads hunter dies after deer attacks him yikes yeah so this is a tragedy by the way let's not make light of the fact that a man lost his life here um says, on the list of odd hunting-related deaths, the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission has investigated. This one has to be tops. I've worked for the Game and Fish Commission for 20 years, and it's one of the stranger things that's happened, said Keith Stevens, who's the chief of communications for the agency. Officials said, 66-year-old Thomas Alexander shot a buck with a muzzleloader while hunting deer near Yaleville. I don't know how long he left it there but he went up to check on it to make sure it was dead, and it evidently wasn't, Stephen Mm. said. Stephen said that's when the deer attacked. It got back up, and he had several puncture wounds on his body. Um, The agency reported Alexander was by himself, but able to call his family, who called emergency responders, and he later passed away in the hospital. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission said it's unclear whether Alexander died from those puncture wounds or from another cause, like a heart attack. It's my understanding that there's not going to be an autopsy, so we may never know what actually happened. Stephen said.
2: Well, now I'm not a doctor, but I would believe that those huge puncture wounds all yeah. over him at
0: least played a part. Especially if one got into his lungs. Oh you know? gosh, it's yeah, tough. That's tough. Uh, and,
2: and you know, again, not to just start it, not to you know, be controversial, but. Maybe that's why you do need a high-capacity magazine for
0: hunting, well, okay? Say, hard to reload that <laughs> muzzle loader real quick, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, it says, when you get up there, this is a chief communications officer who went on to say uh, that there was an incident earlier, about four or five years ago, where a guy did get attacked by a buck and got stoked, but he survived. It says, when you get up there, be really careful around it because it may not be dead but if you let them lay there for a while and they don't move he may have done that we just don't know which is pretty standard you shoot right. a deer you let it you let it lay there for a while mm-hmm. before you actually get out and go running up to it I always i mean i'm not a big hunter now i put another couple of them in there Yeah, kill you shot. Know, just to make sure yeah. when i get up a little closer you know and i, mean, I don't want to die
2: and i mean that's that's you know better for the animal too right than to just lay there and bleed absolutely. out yeah. right but, uh, it's merciful to just go ahead and finish it off.
0: Yeah. It's tough, but there are dangers in hunting mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and this is one of them. And The yes. deer will fight back. You know,
2: there is no way I know that if this is a true story or not, because it's just one of those, you know, you hear stories growing up and right. you're like, oh, that's interesting or whatever. I heard a story about a dude that was hunting one time and he killed a bit buck and he put his gun on the antlers. And was going to take a picture. Oh yeah! And he stepped back to take a picture, and it actually got up and took off with his gun <laughs> on his antlers.
0: <laughs> that would, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the buck's like, who's laughing now, buddy?
2: <laughs> what if it just? He didn't even hit it. It was just laying there. <laughs> it was all Wait, trap. <laughs> <don't> be-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge hunter. Mm-hmm. Never have been. Don't really have anything against hunting. It's just not my thing. I'm not a big. I'm not into killing stuff. I, but I've I've killed deer before, and the first deer I ever killed, actually, I shot it and it ran into a tree and died.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> and I broke his neck on the tree. So that's an effective strategy for people. <laughs> just, maybe you could just scare it. Yeah, just scare <laughs> it right into a tree. Yeah, but uh, you would never expect, you know, let's say, let's say I get the call, Tiny was out hunting, he killed a, thought he killed a deer, and then the deer killed him, my first question would be like, Hey, what's y'all you, what going to do with that meat, though? I mean, off <laughs> yeah. the deer. Like, y'all got the deer, right? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. let's, I'll take it. Don't I'll, let it be uh, for waste. Right, yeah. Don't let it go to waste. I'll eat it in memory of Tiny.
1: You know? <laughs> yes.
0: Like, this tenderloin is in memory of Tiny, guys. Let's all bow and pray. <laughs> and you can take Tiny's body and feed a thousand buzzards. What if we uh, taxidermied you, like, wrestling the deer to the <laughs> ground or something? Yes. You know? That would be kind of wild.
2: <laughs> I have a statue yeah. in my honor.
0: This dude right here, though, needs to get he killed the deer that killed him on his tombstone <laughs> yes. more than anything. You know? <laughs> he does. And I respect him hunt with a muzzle loader. You know, a lot of people do that. Um, it's a pretty cool way to hunt, makes it a little more difficult, to, Yeah. You know? It does. You because know, a deer is a deer and they're pretty cunning animals, but. You know, to make it a little harder, like people who bone hunt and stuff, Mm -hmm. I have more respect for them than I do... People like me who go out there with a 308 and a uh, scope on it and can <laughs> shoot it from 300 yards away. Well, now, what about that
2: one dude who uh, he killed the bear with a spear? Yeah. And then the whole internet lit on fire hating right. on him yeah. because he went out there with a spear and killed right. it and didn't use a high powered rifle well,
1: or whatever.
0: Well, you can't do anything. Like, if I mean, you just got to know if you're a hunter these days, yes. you can't put anything online about it because <laughs> you're, you're going to get killed. Yes. People are not going to take it, even if you kill a bear with a spear. Which is about the most primitive thing you <laughs> can do, you know, the most like back to our roots as a people group. I know?
2: mean, the bear he had a better shot. Yeah, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, you can't. You know? I mean, you got to
0: get pretty close with a spear.
2: Yeah, he had a he had a camera like mounted on his spear. Yeah, so that you could see it, and then he posted the footage. Yeah. And, oh my people goodness! Went nuts. Yeah, worst person ever. Yeah.
0: I bet you all those people that went nuts are going crazy happy over this story though. Oh yeah, because the deer <laughs> because, struck back.
2: Yeah, because a, a person died. That's right, not an animal. It. Yeah, not yeah. an animal.
0: Which <laughs> I'm sure if he shot the animal, it eventually died anyways. Right. Like I said, let's let's I mean let's divide that meat up, y'all.
2: Circle of life.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Or circle of death in this case.
0: <laughs> True. Yeah. So tragedy. This guy died. Yes. But uh, kind of wild the way it happened. And if you're hunting this winter. Be careful. Be careful. This because is rare, but yeah. it
2: can happen. And if you are out there with a muscle loader, maybe yeah. go ahead and load up a second shot right. just yeah. in case.
0: Yes. Yeah. So when, you, when you're when leaving your house in the morning, yeah, just know that not only do you have to be scared about your wife sleeping around on you <laughs> while you're gone for hours, <laughs> uh, but also that a deer may attack and kill you. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> well, talking about, you know, people dying.
0: Yeah. Let's let's keep on rolling. Have it's a I, happy fun time.
2: Have I got a story for you? Okay. John, you're going to love this next story.
0: All right. The title of the article
2: is Hesitant Hitman Jailed Over Botched Assassination in China. Oh, wow. Okay. There's a Chinese businessman. His name was Tan Yuhai, I okay. believe that is. Nailed it. Hired a hitman to take out his competition, and he was going to pay 282000 I think it's... Uh, What's their currency over there? Yen. I think that's Japanese. That's oh, Japan.
0: Yeah. Oh, Is I it Kauai? I think it maybe may Kwai. Anyway, I don't know. I'm-
2: it was two hundred and eighteen thousand pounds. Okay. So he was going to pay that for the to the hitman to take out his competition.
0: Nice.
2: Well, the hitman. He went out and hires another hitman.
0: Oh, he subcontracted.
2: <laughs> he subcontracted another hitman <laughs> for a hundred and forty one thousand. Okay. okay. I'm pocket a hundred thousand here. I'll have to do anything. <laughs> yes. Well now then that hitman goes and hires another hitman. Wow. Who goes and hires another hitman? Wow. Who goes and hires another hitman after that?
0: Man, like that last guy's got to be making <laughs> like twenty
2: five bucks. <laughs> well now get this. The plan crumbled. When the final hitman actually went and met the guy who was named only as Wei, and he met him in a cafe, and he proposed that he faked his own death. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then let's split what we got. Yes. Perfect.
2: <laughs> All six men, the five hitmen and Tan, were convicted of attempted murder by the court in Nanning, Guanai, uh, following a trial that lasted three years. Three years? <laughs> yes.
0: Wow, man. We wrapped up the OJ trial
2: <laughs> quicker than that. <laughs> the saga of the subcontracted hitman dates back to a professional dispute in 2013 when Mr. Way took legal action against Tan's firm, the Nanning Intermediate People's Court said on its website. Wow. Scared of losing money fighting a lengthy court case, Tan contacted hitman Zhi Guannen, and it just goes <laughs> from there. Okay. Uh, Z accepted the job, but shortly afterwards asked another hitman, Mo Taigsang to kill Mr. Wei instead, offering him, you know, the money. After he accepted, uh, the other guy renegotiated for, like, more money to kill the guy. Uh, Mo got another guy, Yang Kangshin, who agreed to carry <laughs> I, out-
0: I love- just keep going with the names. <laughs> for an
2: upfront fee. Uh, and then after him- He got another guy named Yang Guangxin.
0: No longs in this, by the way. (laughs) You know, just want to point that out to everybody.
2: (laughs) Finally the chain came to an end when Yang Guangxin offered a fifth hitman Ling Zhangji one hundred thousand again, I think that's quite to kill Mr. Wei. Yeah. Okay. Instead of carrying out the murder, Ling met up with Mr. Wei in a cafe and told him that there was a hit on him and proposed a plan that the two of them fake his murder. Mr. Wei agreed to pose gagged and bound for a photo that Ling could take back to the hitman that hired him before later reporting the case to the police. So Mr. White was like, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. And then he goes straight to the cops. Yeah. Smart, Smart. guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: This is the best move he can make.
2: <laughs> the case initially went to trial in 2016, but the six defendants were acquitted due to lack of evidence. Prosecutors appealed against the decision, and a second trial lasted three years. Tan, who hired the original hitman, was sentenced to five years in prison, while G, the first hitman, was sentenced to three years and six months. So I just look forward to the reunion special when they all get out of jail and, you know, come back on reality TV.
0: <laughs> It'd be great.
2: <laughs> it said that all the others were given uh, three years and three months, except for Ling, who was sentenced to two years and seven months. He was ducked like the last guy on the chain. So this just goes to show you that, you know, this is the problem with subcontracting yeah. That's jobs. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> and if you truly want something done right. Got to do it yourself. You just got to do it yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> subcontractor we know in the construction world isn't always the best. Right. Because whichever subcontractor you're getting, whatever work he's going to do, he's going to claim the guy that was there didn't do his job right, thus making him take longer. And I guess it's true in Chinese hitman, too. You
2: know? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. What's know. the
2: world coming to when you can't trust a Chinese hitman yeah, to do right. his own
0: killing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there should be... <laughs> and there's, I mean, the honor among... <laughs>
1: Contract assassins. murders. Yeah, assassins.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, golly. You That's know? why you
2: should. If you need that done, you need to hire a ninja. Yeah.
0: Well, I would say the Italian mafia would never stand for this. <laughs> you know? Yes. They won't let that fly. No. Nah. They'd get that taken care of real quick. You know? <laughs> Well, let's move on to another bizarre story, and I, I, my next two stories are PG-13, just so everybody knows. This is why we had to make Hudson leave at the beginning <laughs> of the show, because yeah. he's only 11, and soon to be 12, though, in a few more months.
2: Two more years, and he can listen to them. Yeah, two more
0: years, <laughs> and he can listen to a full show. He can sit here with us for all of it. Um, Florida fisherman lost at sea for 14 days. Claims he was sexually assaulted by mermaids. (laughs) Nice. Yep. High five. (laughs) Alvin McAllister, who was 72, by the way. Okay. Was found on a small rocky islet 200 miles off the nearest coastline where he was shipwrecked two weeks ago, and he managed to survive off of several seagulls, mussels, and urchins. McAllister for whom doctors do not fear for his life, was found suffering from intense hallucinations possibly caused by dehydration and the toxins of unidentified muscles he consumed on the small inlet, or islet, I'm sorry. Right. The patient shows some symptoms of extreme dehydration and is still under medical attention at the moment and he is still suffering from mild hallucinations, a St. John Baptist Hospital spokesman told reporters. He described in graphic detail how he was forced to perform oral sex on the fish-like genitals of these aquatic creatures, not only onto the women, but also onto the men.
2: Well, now, over here, I thought that was just called sushi. (laughs) Is it not?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's right. (laughs) <laughs> uh that that quote came from his brother who is visibly in tears and was very grateful to find his brother. <laughs> yeah. Although McAllister does present abnormal injuries and inflammation to the genital and <laughs> anal area, it is highly unlikely that he was sexually exploited or sodomized by living sea creatures. And these are possibly self inflicted, explained one medical expert. Well,
2: now that's just blaming the victim. Exactly. Is this coming right. from Fox News? What What news outlet is this?
0: This is from World News Daily uh, <laughs> Report.com. Okay? Nice. It's a trusted news source. Everybody knows that. Although McAllister's mental state is presently unstable, the doctors believe he should heal completely in the weeks to come after his body has expurgated, I don't even know that word, expurgated (laughs) the dangerous levels of toxins he has been exposed to. Okay. Yeah. Now, the mental trauma from forced (laughs) oral sex. Oh, mermaids. From mermaids and mermens. (laughs) I don't know that you ever get rid of that. You know? I feel sorry for this guy.
2: Well, now, I've watched Aquaman, Mm -hmm. so maybe it wouldn't be quite as traumatic as you would think.
0: I mean... I mean, we all would kiss Jason Momoa, right? But they don't all look like that, right? What
2: was his last name?
0: Momoa? Isn't that his name? Um, I don't I don't know what his name it's is. It's Momoa. Yeah, Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> if I ever met him, I would call him the wrong name. Straight up. Yeah. I like to do that. And with, then try to kiss him. Well, like, you know, people who are, like, extremely good looking or, like, extremely popular and powerful people, I like to mess up their name just to bring them down a notch. <laughs> yes. That's a standard take from me.
2: Like, you know, you're good looking and popular, but
0: that that don't mean nothing to me. No, right. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't, I barely even know who you are. I'll call you MoMA. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know his name. (laughs) I don't, I hadn't cut his poster out of my Tiger Beat magazine yet and hung it up (laughs) on my wall. Now there's some girls on Facebook that I'm friends with. They need to calm down about it. Y'all <laughs> well, be a little bit creepy. I just want to say.
2: Well, now, I'll just say. Fortunately, Jason Momoa has yet to do a Hallmark movie. True. But the day he does is <laughs> the day my wife gets caught in the in the, in the Jason Momoa fever.
0: <laughs> yeah, some of the ladies are a little creepy about it. You the know, day, well, the,
2: the day he's like, you know, back to Atlantis for Christmas
0: <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> you know.
1: I got the city.
0: Christmas comes to Atlanta. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> this is completely off the subject, but it's always puzzled me that back when, uh, what was the vampire movies that were like super popular with girls? Oh, uh, was it? Uh, Twilight. Yes. Yes. You know, like, there were, like, grown women, like, going crazy over these, like, vampires and stuff. And I was like... And they were teenagers. Yeah, I'm like, hey, that y'all are creepy. (laughs) You know, like, if if it was a bunch of grown men, like, lined up outside of the theater screaming and hollering about, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I'm team... Whatever, Jason, and I'm team. I'm team. You know, Mary Kate. Yeah, I'm right. Team Ashley. Yeah, right. <laughs> and people would be like, put these guys in jail. You know? Yes. But they're like grown women. they They thought it was perfectly acceptable to do this. Yeah. You so, know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Hey, a little bit of. I mean, not that I'm a guy, and I feel like men are being. uh singled out for being creepy here or anything we got plenty of creeps on our side as i was
2: about to say let's just let's let's carry the same attitude toward all creeps yes, right yes you know? exactly right yeah
0: <laughs> but anyways back to mermaid guy here i feel bad for him yes. you know you're 71 it was 72 yeah and you're forced to go down on a mermaid that's not cool you know <laughs> yeah. that's not cool at all not cool Going to take a lot of mouthwash. He probably didn't have any wasabi and
2: soy sauce on the island either. (laughs) Going to
0: take a lot of mouthwash to get rid of that.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, on to our next story here. And this is a bit controversial, but I'm anxious to talk about it. And I would also love to hear what people in the audience have to say about it, too. All right. So, Georgia sheriffs, no trick-or-treat signs trigger a lawsuit from sex offenders. Okay. A group of sex offenders in Georgia is suing the Butts County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> Butts County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop it. Butts. <laughs> for posting no trick-or-treat signs on their homes. Okay.
0: <laughs> a little scarlet
2: letter for you there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The Butts County Sheriff said that he is using the signs to help keep kids safe, but the sex offenders argue that they are a violation of their right to free speech and privacy. Okay. The initiative began in 2018 when Butts County Sheriff Gary Long. Oh, oh,
1: cousin, oh cousin Gary. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> cousin Gary. Directed deputies to place warning. No trick or treat at this address. Signs in the front yards of over 200 sex offenders registered in the county from October 24th to November the 2nd. The sheriff's office plans to use the same tactic again this year. And three registered sex offenders have filed suit. Oh, wow. In a Facebook post, Sheriff Gary Long said that he had instituted the signs as a result of the cancellation of a local Halloween festival, Halloween on the Square, and the subsequent influx of door-to-door trick-or-treaters. He said they had been following Georgia law in protecting children when they implemented the public warnings. The law allows the sheriff to put a list of registered sex offenders at his office on the courthouse and on the internet, the lead attorney for the petitioner's. Mark is going to name them. Mark, <laughs> you check, told Fox 5 Atlanta. It does not allow him to go door to door telling people you have a sex offender living next door to you. Oh. Uh, I'm just not sure that this kind of action makes your kids feel any safer. Well, I would imagine it does the opposite. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you check said of the initiative. It just makes your constitutional rights less safe. The trespass stuff is pretty clear. They're coming onto their property and putting the signs on there. So if if maybe they put them on the sidewalk, would that,
0: (laughs) would they get away with that? I don't know.
2: I don't know. Their attorney argued that since the Georgia State Sex Offender Registry does not require offenders to post these signs, they shouldn't be forced by a local deputy to have them displayed outside their homes. They are individuals who have been brave enough to not be afraid to let the public know that they are registered sex offenders. Well, (laughs)
1: that's
2: (laughs) that's required by law. Yeah, that's pretty much required by law. (laughs) I don't know if I would go saying that's stunning and (laughs) brave. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, this is their attorney. though.
2: (laughs) Yes. But are also not willing to tolerate this unlawful action by the sheriff, said Urichek. Registrants have no obligation to inform the public of their status, according to the attorney. I understand that there are a lot of people who think that this is a great idea, who think, yeah, this protects my kids, but what they should be thinking about is, does this protect my rights, your yeah. check said. Long said that regardless of the judge's ruling on Thursday, he would do everything within the law to protect the community's children. Other counties in Georgia also use the no trick-or-treat signs, such as Monroe County and Lamar County. In Monroe County if a offender didn't want to sign in their yard they had to wait in the lobby of the local sheriff's office during trick or treat hours on Halloween. Wow. So if you, if, if wow. we're going to put the sign in your yard yeah. and if you're not cool with it we'll take the sign down but you got to come gotta hang come out at hang the, out the, the, the sheriff's time. office.
0: Well that's what I, my first thought was why don't you just take the sign up you know like if, yeah, when like if they, it's your house. Yeah, just
2: just take it up. Like
0: you walking out the front door to go to work or whatever, right. and you got a hey, don't trick or treat at this house sign. You just pull it out and throw it in the trash. What are they gonna do? <laughs> well,
2: they're gonna pull you over every They'll time they see you,
0: harass you, <laughs> give you <Yeah>. a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't want to take the sides of sex offenders, like, I, but I feel like this sheriff's making me do that. This right. seems like a, a little excessive. Seems like a better plan would be, hey, let's send out a letter to all our sex offenders mm-hmm. and say, hey, we to help with community relations and everything, why don't you guys just leave your porch lights off on Halloween night and right. don't worry about giving out candy to anybody. We strongly urge you to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we what the last thing we want is a parent to come up to your door, realize you're a sex offender, and then cause a big ruckus about it. Right. And that's the last thing that you want to as a sex offender probably to mm-hmm. who's trying to rehabilitate your life. So that would have been the wise and prudent thing I feel like. I would say that they didn't help their
2: argument with all the free candy signs they were putting up around their
0: house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I say, I don't want to take the side of the sex offender, but right. that seems a little uh, excessive on the sheriff's department's part.
2: I mean, this stuff is on the internet. And, yeah, you uh,
0: can, I check uh, pretty regularly, I about, actually. I was
2: about to say, I mean, well, like, like you said, I, there's a part of me that that, you know, Thinks this is a good idea because it is important. I think it's more important that we protect kids than we protect these sex offenders.
0: I already know there's none in my neighborhood right now.
2: Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, but I mean, maybe a little bit of the onus should be on parents to just look this stuff up. Yeah, not hard to find. Yeah, Yeah.
0: you can. I mean, it's got their picture and everything.
2: And then when you see them in public, you point and you don't and you stare and you don't (laughs) stop. And anyone who asks you what you're pointing at, you say. The The sex offender yeah, over there,
0: that guy's a sex offender right there, <laughs> yeah. yeah, or lady. I mean, let <laughs> right. ladies can be creepy too. We just talked about that. <laughs> a lot of female teachers getting rang up and arrested here re- lately, too. So, right, you know, something, yeah, I mean, this, we're all creeps, I guess, both <laughs> genders, uh, depending on whichever one you identify with, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't hate the idea, but also don't know that the next step would be hey this guy got arrested for drugs don't don't trick-or-treat at his house he's gonna put lsd on your sweet tarts or whatever <laughs> or know? there's razor blades and yeah, the candy right. at this house yeah like where <laughs> do we draw the line i mean i get it i mean yeah. we draw the line of sex offenders and if that's the case let's pass a law <laughs> that says hey sex offenders you're gonna have a sign your yard says nobody gets a trick-or-treat there right. because you know you can't stop violating other people.
2: Are there any communities that have sprung up, like, made up of of sex Only offenders? sex
0: offenders? You would think that yeah. at
2: some point someone's tried that.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's called Brookwood. <laughs> That's a little close to home. Nobody's going to get that in the country of Auckland. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I was saying, I checked the county registrar registry not long ago. There seemed to be a lot of them gravitating out to that area. Okay. Let's move on. Speaking of sex offenders, <laughs> okay. Let's move on to this one. You've seen the Disney movie Frozen, right?
2: Uh, un- yeah, okay. Uh, I'm I mean, sorry. Like,
0: Libby went through a whole phase. We watched a million times.
2: I mean, well, I was gonna say talking about you know grown women, you know, getting into stuff. My wife was. I've got two boys. Yeah, right. And my wife is the reason we watched Frozen. Okay. Yeah. She had she she was on board the hype train.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was it took the world by storm. It did. It did. Um, it's
2: made. I think it is currently the number one like Disney movie that's, yeah. that's made money. You know what number two is? What number two is Lion King? Okay. Makes the, sense. the old one. Yeah. You know what number three is?
0: Um, Cinderella.
2: Big Hero 6.
0: Okay. How about that one? I don't, wow. well, no one
2: would think it, but right. it did make a ton
1: of money. Huh. So. Got my
0: picture made with a Big Hero robot or whatever when I was at Disney World. Baymax. Baymax, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so a man is arrested for having sex with a frozen character stuffed animal
1: oh, no. in
0: front of horrified shoppers at a Florida Target store. Uh, Do you want to guess which one? Which character? Stuffed character?
1: Well... <laughs>
2: Uh um I'm going to hope it's not Sven. <laughs> it wasn't Sven. <laughs> okay,
0: thank you Lord. <laughs> it was Olaf. <laughs> Not as bad as spin. Uh, um, (laughs) A man has been arrested for having sex with a stuffed Olaf snowman toy in front of horrified shoppers at a Target store in Florida. Now,
2: see, this is the guy that we absolutely should put a no
0: trick or treat sign in this guy's yard. Yeah, yeah, I'm rethinking my stance. (laughs) Cody Metter was detained on Tuesday afternoon after repulsed eyewitnesses claimed they <laughs> saw him dry-humping. Okay, he's just dry-humping. <laughs> the large snowman toy from Disney's Frozen at the store in St. Petersburg. Better then entered the toy department and reportedly proceeded to do the same with a large stuffed unicorn toy, <laughs> a police report says. Eyewitnesses told police they saw the man lay the stuffed Olaf toy on the floor at around 2 p.m. at the shop in Pinellas Park. Authorities say he ejaculated on the toy before replacing it on the shelf. Okay, that's it.
2: not dry humping. No, that is
0: definitely not.
2: <laughs> if you get to completion, that's yeah. not dry humping. Right. Right.
0: Um, uh, and seeking out a large unicorn stuffed animal, which he also ejaculated on. Oh
1: no, no.
0: And the man got, some, Cody got some stamina, you know? <laughs> I mean, I got to take my hat off to him on that front. Well, good job. I mean. I'm used to lay down for a nap or two in between, but whatever, you know?
2: This reminds me of the pool float guy. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes,
0: that's exactly right. <laughs> The defiled toys were later removed from the store and destroyed. Thank you.
2: Are you sure? Did you did you make sure?
0: <laughs> Metter has attempted to do has admitted to doing stupid stuff and said that he <laughs> ejaculated on the toy, um, and he was charged with criminal mischief. I feel like criminal mischief.
2: <laughs> they did more than yeah. just some mischief. That was a little here. more than
0: mischief, <laughs> yes. uh, according to an affidavit ator- attained by the smoking gun. Uh, he's t- previously been arrested for a similar offense when he was caught picking up a stuffed animal from the shelves of a Walmart store in Brooksville and playing with himself with
1: it. Oh,
2: man.
0: He's habitual, habitual stuffed animal abuser here. Um, he was charged with indecent exposure in a criminal mischief in 2015. And here's a precious picture of Olaf. <laughs> Some say Olaf was asking for it. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, clearly Olaf is not dressed properly. You know, I
2: feel bad that he had to have a carrot for a nose and not a piece of coal.
0: (laughs) So I really don't know what else to say about this story other than it's just pretty bizarre. The
2: only thing else I have to say is, hey, you know what? Uh, no trick or treat signs
0: are a good idea. Yeah. Well, and that Disney fandom is the the worst of all fandoms, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, this proves
2: even it. worse than LSU.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love LSU fans. <laughs> yeah. They're fun. All you right. know, uh, which they're coming to town week after next, so that'll yeah. be good.
2: And I'm not aware <laughs> LSU fans never you know, teabagged anybody to no. Crystal
0: that I'm aware no. of. An Alabama fan did. <laughs> yes. That's right. That was an Alabama <laughs> fan. We have some winners in our fan base. <laughs> you know, people always try to holler at me. You're not holler at me, but make fun of me, like, oh Alabama's got trashy fans. I'm like, well man, I can't help but they like the same team I do. You know <laughs> yes. I'm sorry we're good, you know, and people like us and we have people who Sexually assault a passed out customer <laughs> at a crystals and poison trees and shoot their spouses and
2: wait until we're bad again. Yeah. And right. our fan base will be cut in half.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of these like super huge Bama fans that yeah. I see like on Facebook and stuff, I always think to myself, like, I don't I don't remember you back when we were horrible. <laughs> right. Like, you weren't saying anything back then. So whatever. Anyways, just be careful if you go to Target, guys. <laughs> and ladies, you know, and maybe Maybe Frozen wasn't such a good idea to make as popular as we did. Just let it go. And also, this may be
2: why in the future we don't just have the stuffed animals up on a shelf. We have to put them in oh, yeah. a box or buy some kind of yeah. plastic. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. They'll be one of those boxes like the 37 twist ties inside <laughs> yes. of it. You know, is there anything more frustrating than opening up a kid's toy?
2: And this is why.
0: Yeah, I know. This I know. is
2: why we can't have nice things.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That that kills me, though, Christmas morning or whatever, which luckily, except for Libby, most of my kids are out of the getting toys, Right. But having to unbox all that stuff and get wire cutters to mm-hmm. cut things loose and everything, it just make you hate a shoplifter.
2: I like, <laughs> I always like to, especially when my boys were smaller, well, one of them still is small, so I guess I hadn't completely cut away from yeah. that, but I like to uh, open up all the toys and put batteries in them mm-hmm. and, and have them ready to go. So that when the kids get up on Christmas morning, I mean, yeah, they get, they open up their yeah. presents, but there is no well, wait for daddy to put it together oh, yeah. or get the batteries. They're just play. I think play part of
0: the agony of waiting <laughs> for it to get put together and watching your dad just get. Just pissed off, you know, yeah. on a Christmas morning is part of the Christmas magic.
2: <laughs> Not at my house. Yeah. No, at my house, <laughs> that's a tradition in my house. At my yeah. in my house, your your toys, they you can play with them as soon as you get them open. <laughs> no,
0: no, you got to wait for Dad to throw a fit and like <laughs> toss a pair of pliers across the living room and glare at mom you know yeah that's all part of the christmas experience in the long but household. as soon as the camera
2: gets turned on it's all smiles, <laughs> it's all smiles. <laughs>
1: right. yeah.
0: yes
2: He turn the camera off and it's like right. well i told you to get yeah. the, this version and not that version
0: like you know that t- that train set we gave you? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if y'all use it. You could have sold it or thrown away or whatever. But that thing, like, it was multiple years of sets of that coming into <laughs> right. our house. And, buddy, every one of them was strapped in like that.
1: <laughs> and I used to
0: just hate. The day that Deidre <laughs> ever bought the first one because, oh, it's great and it could grow, we could buy more stuff to go with it and all that. But, <laughs> anyways, those things sell for pretty expensive on uh, eBay too. If you ever get rid of them, oh it, man, well, so hey, you know. maybe
2: we'll give them back to you when
0: Josiah's done. With oh, them. no, 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 yeah, keep them. Okay, I mean, throw them or sell them, do whatever. I don't care.
2: <laughs> we'll have a giveaway,
0: yeah, right? We give away <laughs> piece podcast, by piece. Yes. You know, if you leave a review, you get one set <laughs> of Fisher Price Geo Tracks, you know, <laughs> yeah, train set.
2: For my last story of the day, we have a inventor who has developed a rain machine. And <laughs> he says, okay. we quote, we don't want to con anyone. Inventor charging $50,000 for rain denies preying on farmers. <laughs> <laughs> a controversial inventor accused of preying on vulnerable farmers by promising to make it rain has insisted that they are in no way want to con anyone. Oh, wow. David Miles from Miles Research has been peddling weather modification technology for nearly two decades, previously under the name Acquiesce, in which the Victorian government highly criticized in 2006. Mr. Miles is currently offering three-month rain contracts to farmers in Victoria's Grain Belt for $50,000 on a success basis. The competition regulator has warned against doing business with him, but says that it is powerless to stop him. It's preying on people's desperation, Australian Competition and Consumer Commission Deputy Chairman Mick Go told ABC Radio on Wednesday. If you want to prosecute, a court requires you to prove, essentially, that there's no basis for the claims being made, and that is a very difficult thing to do. By far, the very best defense against them is widespread consumer education. It's up to individuals, obviously, to make their up their own mind. If it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. Speaking to news.com.au on Wednesday, Mr. Miles accused the ACC of defaming him. How can they do that without looking at our contracts? We are success-based, and we don't deliver rain if we don't deliver rain, we don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He waits for it to rain, and then he hashes his paycheck, I guess. Yes. I think the ACC probably jumped the gun in making that comment. They've never seen the contracts, and they haven't spoken to me. We don't mind skepticism, but the government needs to be careful not to defame us, as they did in 2006. Mr. Miles said he currently had a small private group of farmers in Wimera, let's just say a handful, who have seen results of his pilot program. Hmm. They signed the agreement that if by the end of June they'd received a hundred millimeters, they pay $50,000, and if they receive 50 millimeters, then they would pay $25,000. Anything under half, we don't want to be paid, he said. One member of the group told ABC Radio that they were happy with the service. I got involved because it sounded good, the fact that you can control weather, because as a farmer... Rainfall is everything, he told the broadcaster. (laughs) I wonder if this is like a guy who this this Miles guy got to say this. I I don't know. I think the evidence is out there. If you look at the forecast, what's meant to come, and all of a sudden it increases dramatically, you know that he's behind it. And I reckon I haven't seen such good crops in this district ever, everywhere. Mr. Miles refuses to reveal how his technology works, saying that he fears it could be stolen by competitors or weaponized by the Ooh, government.
0: Well HARP. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we already know about HARP. Everybody knows about HARP. He
2: says he wants to raise ten million to build a facility to fully develop and improve the technology. There's no way we want to con anyone, he said. Our best approach at the moment is to put up a risk-free model so that farmers can get some rain and we can get some income to get a facility. We've been able to make adjustments to approaching weather, and we want to be able to offer that to the rest of Australia.
0: Huh. So. Well, you know, uh, it's (laughs) wild that I know this, and the only reason that I know this is because of a uh, widespread panic song. But the city of, like, San Diego, I think it was San Diego, hired a rainmaker, like, in the beginning. It was, like, early 1900s. His name was Hatfield. And he like came and, and apparently they had like their wettest three or four week period on record right after he came by. So maybe it works. I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, maybe maybe there's something to it. Or these guys are just grifters and more than likely that's what it is.
2: Well, I would just like to say that me and John offer a luck service for anyone out there who likes to gamble. Yeah. And you, you, you only pay 10%, but you only pay that if you win. Yeah. If you don't win... We don't take your money. Yeah. This is no risk. No risk at all. But if you want some extra luck for your Vegas trip, you yeah. pay us 10% and we'll we'll transfer this Trans- amount of luck to your account. Right. And you just take the winnings, man. Yeah. And you only pay us 10% if you
0: win. Stack cash with yeah. Earth Oddity Podcast. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking we may need to get into online betting or something. Yeah. Like offering a bookmaking service or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know how to do that, but a lot of people gamble. So, (laughs) right. I personally don't gamble. I'm fascinated by gambling, but I don't have self control. So, I don't gamble.
2: But again, uh, this is a no risk model. Yeah. This may
0: be the beginning of our Earth Oddity (laughs) bookmakers. You know, I don't know that we can do that being based in Alabama, though.
2: (laughs) Odd cash.
0: (laughs) Odd cash. Yeah. That's right. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> We're making odds. You know, we can make odds on games and stuff. <laughs> yes. That's solid. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Maybe we need to get into it. We totally do. I mean, if people will pay a guy to make rain come, <laughs> surely that pay us.
2: And, I mean, this isn't just for, I mean, people use our luck service primarily for gambling, but... You know, maybe if you want to use it for your romantic life or or something else. Yeah. Again, you only pay us if you score.
0: I did have an idea for a segment if we could get people to participate. (laughs) Or I know there's probably like a Reddit group where people write in for relationship advice. Yeah. And we could just read their thing and give a comment on what we think they should do, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like my husband always leaves the seat up after he pees, you know, and then we could just be <laughs> like, well, you know, why are you being so selfish for it? it's just putting the seat down or, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever, you know, we could, we could give our, our thoughts on that. So if anybody wants to write in for relationship advice, I've been in a successful relationship for 25 years now. So nice. Um, I'd be glad to help anybody out. I want, I want people to have happy relationships. <clears throat> okay, I don't know why I got the coughs today. Probably shouldn't have smoked so many cigarettes this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kid I didn't smoke any cigarettes. I just had a conversation with Crit while he was smoking. So <laughs> um. <laughs> that was a little inside joke too. Okay, let's. Move. Well, I'm done with stories. You done with stories? I'm done. Okay. Okay, we want to thank our sponsor, world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and the Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork potatoes, mermaid genitals, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl spice. Look, I just want to disclaimer right now, only good on mermaid genitals. You may not want to use it on your loved ones. Okay? before we get in trouble. <laughs> only on Mermaid, gentlemen. <laughs> just want to get that straight out. If you're stranded on a de- deserted island and <laughs> whipping whip a batch of homemade potato chips, maybe you won't be forced to do nasty things <laughs> to mermaids. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you something, the chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you can find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. Also on CajunCurl.com, you can locate your nearest retailer or order your own there. Um, here locally, it is available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Northport, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport as well. And if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10. That's E-O-P and the number 10 to get a 10% discount.
2: Because we ask that you use this price, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Right. Okay, we have a review here. All right. Now we're getting towards the <laughs> we're getting towards the bottom of the barrel here. Okay. And you know what we do when we get to the end of the barrel, don't you? Right. We turn to Podchaser.com. That's right. So, <laughs> Squirrel on Podchaser.com. wonder who that us. could be. I'm not sure. No, I have wonder, no idea. wonder who that could be. <laughs> this podcast is my weekly adventure into the odd happenings of the world. Fun, witty, and clean, all with a southern drawl. All right. So, there you go.
0: Five stars. Yay. Thanks, Squirrel, whoever you are.
2: <laughs> now, to everyone else out there. Next week, we're not going to have anything to talk that's about. That's right. It. So leave us a review. We're going to need a review or an email. Yeah. If you've already left it,
0: leave us an email. What about a voicemail? About. A voicemail. Which I forgot how to sign into Google Voice. Okay. So I don't even know. We may have 50 of them in there. I don't know.
2: No, i get an email okay. if we get one. All so right. we don't. But good.
0: That's good to know.
2: Uh, my buddy, Kevin, he does the Where's the Line podcast. I've
0: heard of that podcast you know, before.
2: A good podcast for yeah. those with a strong stomach. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I can't make it through an episode episode <laughs> yes. it actually is a really good podcast. well produced if you're yeah. into the macabre and kevin has a really great voice he does he I has mean, way, way better voice yeah, than me yeah me too i mean it's just it's like butter, you know, being poured over your ears, yeah. talking about people being fused to toilets and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah,
2: But they're actually doing really well right now yeah. because they got mentioned by Hollywood Crime Scene Podcast or whatever. Oh, wow. and so now they're doing really well. Oh. And he says that they are backed up on voicemails. Wow. He said, y'all need a new number, but you need to like sp- have something that spells yeah, because out. Because
0: his does spell something <laughs> curious. <laughs> true. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah,
2: but he's you know, he told me he's like sometimes I think about calling it, but I don't ever remember the number. Wow! And I don't go to the truck because we yeah you know, we live in an age where all you gotta do is click on something. Yeah. So yeah. you know no one ever remembers the number. We need to find another phone number that actually spells out
0: something. Maybe maybe that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the case. Maybe Kevin unlocked it for us. I mean, now he's doing really well. Would wouldn't mind a <laughs> shout out for for Earth Oddity. Just gonna throw that in there. You know,
2: he did message me and said he says he would like to have us on another okay. time. But we
0: haven't had him on ours yet. so no, we, need to, yeah. we need to bring
2: him over and over right. here.
0: we need to record it at his place. Yeah, because he's got a nice yeah. setup, and we he don't want to sit in a closet with us. <laughs> no. You know, like, like too bad. No in a matter closet. how
2: attractive you are, he,
0: that feels like a, a like a <laughs> entrapment into being shared the gospel or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. uh, he would go for that. I mean, we've already told him we're trying to start a cult.
2: So <laughs> That's
1: right. yeah.
0: He did say he was in on it. Though. He did. He did This might be an organizational meeting right here. <laughs> all right. If you get into the ground floor <laughs> yeah. of the earth cult, I feel like things could go pretty good for you.
2: And when they ask you to show up in your tidy whities and yeah. me and John are wearing black robes and there's <laughs> candles, there's nothing weird. Nothing
0: weird at all. <laughs> no. 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 That's standard. Standard.
2: Uh, I would like to say that um, hopefully that there will be a Facebook event created by the time that this actually goes out. Yeah. But December 13th, it's going to be at noon. At noon. And it's going to be at the J.D. Allen Ministries Warehouse. Mm -hmm. We are doing a live show. Ooh. There is going to be, we're hoping to get some, maybe some sack lunches. Yeah. And some cookies and some hot cocoa. Okay. And this is going to be a time for us to do a live show and hopefully for people to come by on their lunch hour. Yeah. And just donate to the to the ministry. And right. again, this is money going to buy beds for kids who don't have beds.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so come out unless you hate kids. Yeah. If you don't come, right. you,
2: you hate kids. Yeah. And we'll pray for
0: you. Yeah. they will definitely pray <laughs> for you.
2: And this this is going to be called the Off the Floor Show because okay. that's their hashtag. So yeah.
0: hashtag off the. Floor. Let's get
2: these poor kids off the floor. Right, get, get them, them in bed.
0: Bedding, right? Yes. If only they knew somebody in the furniture business. <laughs> wow, it's weird. Yeah, I was kidding. We've done stuff. Our company has done stuff with them before, so that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: yeah. So so yeah, make your plans to come on out. New Zealanders, Aucklanders, <laughs> fly on in—it's just a short eight-hour
2: yeah. flight. <laughs> yeah,
0: probably more than that, probably a thirteen-hour flight. Yes, just come on in for a one-hour show. He also said that he was recently—he's going to be
2: doing some work on his website, and he okay. was going to try to get it to where, so, say, you are in California and you don't want to drive all the way across the country to come. I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> don't know it's why you wouldn't. Your chance
0: to meet me and Tiny—that's a pretty big deal.
2: But you can still donate online. Yeah, so. right.
0: So December thirteenth at, at noon. noon, yes, yes, at SD Allen Ministries, and we'll create a Facebook event for it, mm-hmm. and you know we'll both be pumping it up. It's gonna so be awesome. You can make you got plenty of time. Yes, it, as we record this on today, it is what uh o- October twenty seventh. So mm-hmm. we're giving you more than a month's notice to yeah. travel from whatever country you're in, Sadie. Love to see you come from England. It'd be really awesome, you know? Yes. You guys can all crash at Tiny's house. It's totally cool. He won't we have mind. a
2: spacious 1,100-square-foot house.
0: <laughs> well, I may have five bedrooms, but would, y'all can't stay with me, okay? That
2: two of would fit inside John's house. <laughs>
0: I'm not. I mean, I'm rich. I, I'm sorry. I I pretended to be poor for so long, but I'm rich. And um, you know, really, this is my wife's house. Her name's on everything. My name is on nothing. I thought it would make it easier when she left. Me, you <laughs> so know? It's going to make it easier for her to kick you out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. cut through some red tape, lest to have to pay lawyers and all that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, come on in. Y'all can stay at Tiny's house and, um, you know, I'll come over and visit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. Y'all could stay with me, too. <laughs> All right. You got to share a room with the foster kid, though, so get ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. You got anything else? No, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I am appreciate everybody listening. We've got a lot of good feedback here lately from mm-hmm. people, um, you know, and I, I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I know I goof off and I act like I'm a callous <laughs> human being, but I really need the validation of strangers on the Internet. So, Well, that's
2: what we do this for, right? Right. Exactly. It's just so people to tell yeah. us how funny and witty we exactly.
0: are. Exactly. I, I have very low self-esteem, <laughs> so I need that. Um, and I just want to say thank you. Once again, just ask you to tell somebody about the show, you know, yes. we are going to have some T-shirts at some point that are going to go live <laughs> yes. in Ohio, I think. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in Ohio, get ready to get an Arthodity T-shirt. So, Oh, yeah. Our buddy uh, JD, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to print some up. He's got a friend in it, and he's going to sell some T-shirts for us. All so, right. So, you know, hit him up. I'm sure we'll have a have a post in the group about it. You yeah, know? I think we'll, there's
2: already one there. So,
0: Oh, go, yeah, there was. Find it. Yeah. yeah, go find it and tell him you want one.
2: Oh, and, and if you're not in our group. Yeah. I know that this is going to make us sound like boomers, but you can join our <laughs> Facebook group. That's right.
0: You can. You can try to find me on Twitter, too, if you're one of the younger people. But you'll fail. That's right. I do have a Snapchat, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I made one because Thomas had one, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, this would be fun, and I can keep track of it, and he never interacts with me in it. <laughs> so Deidre made one during lunch today at Waffle House, yeah. and so now me and Deidre are connected on Snapchat because we never see each other. I'll have and, to
2: add you. I have one too, but now I just oh, yeah. did it for the filters because my son uh, loves to yeah. take funny photos. Yeah. So I've yet
0: to do anything. Okay. I really don't even understand how to use it. That's how old I, I didn't
2: am. know. It was a social media app beyond just the, the crazy filters you can yeah. use on your camera.
0: Well, I always thought it was a way to send naked photos to somebody else. (laughs) And it
2: automatically delete the photo?
0: Well, yeah. I would say my coworkers have filed (laughs) several suits against me. I apologize. I just misunderstood what it was for. He
2: had no idea that you could take a screenshot of the shot.
0: Yeah. I just assumed that that's what we used it for. So (laughs) I just want to apologize to several of you, you know, for that. That was my bad. That's on me.
2: All right. Well...
0: (laughs) I guess that's it. That's it.
2: You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio.
0: CastBox. CastBox. We're on them all. That's right. It's from a while I'm using, CastBox. Awesome. Yeah.
2: All right. And for those of you who use CastBox, yeah. leave a comment. Yeah, we'll we can interact you. with you. I follow them. Right, it, so. yeah.
0: Follow us on Facebook and join the group. You can be my friend on Facebook. Absolutely. I'm annoying as all get out, but you can still be my friend on Facebook. If you want
2: to tweet the show, the show has a Twitter handle, at underscore Oddity. That's right. And we also post pictures on Instagram every now and again. I forgot this week, but I had a very active week. Sorry. (laughs) That's underscore Oddity on Instagram. Yep. Again, you can send us an email. Yep. We are earthodity at PlanetMail.net. Right. And if all of that fails, we have a phone number that right. doesn't spell out no. anything with your humorous.
0: No. Get your pen out, Kevin. All right. <laughs> Everybody get a pen ready. Here's, here comes a phone number. All right. Press pause. Go get a pen. Come back. <laughs> all right. It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059.
2: We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off.
0: Love y'all. Bye.
3: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.